Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic Bachelorette recap podcast ever. Ever. Um, so dramatic that we get caught up talking about it before we even realize we're recording. Yeah, that's how committed we are. That's how committed we are. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the same thing twice almost. Um so here's the deal. We got we have three episodes to recap right now. And um I thought it was gonna be like a three hour recording. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, oh, mm. how are we gonna do this? I don't have that much time. I've got things to do. And then, you know, lucky for us, it was basically the same episode three times. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, a blessing for us, painful television. I've spent the last three weeks just screaming into my hands while shoveling cheese down my throat to, <laughs> to try and like eat my feelings. But oh my gosh, it has been painful to yeah. watch this because there, there was a cancer in the house that everyone at home can see, everyone on the show knows about. And in classic, classic fashion, I can change him. Yeah. No, you can't. No, you she can't. Didn't. Yeah. She's like refusing to get a mammogram. And we're all like, we can see the lump with our eyes. You yeah. really need to go in. And she's like, it's fine. I, I'm just going to have three boobs like that girl from Total Recall. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get why you're not seeing this. And uh, yeah, we started... Uh, just so you guys get a behind the scenes look, we started launching into it. And then I realized like 10 minutes and we weren't recording. So uh, we have to live through this again. And and for that, you should feel bad for us. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is rough. This but is we're, rough. We're here. We're, you know what? We're, we're public servants. We're doing <laughs> the Lord's work here. And I'm going to, I'm going to fight through my, my bachelor induced PTSD to try and just parse through yeah. this nonsense because, oh my God, like I, I can't even, I don't even like Hannah that much as a bachelorette, but I can't help, but just, I, I feel like I'm her friend, like screaming at her, like, no, yeah. why are you picking losers? Um, this Hannah, is, get your you know life this together. Like, this is, there's a an account that I follow on Twitter called relationship.txt. And Ooh. all they do is they, they go on the, the Reddit relationship subreddit and they just screenshot the most ridiculous shit. I'm Googling it right now. You it's amazing. But the whole thing behind it is 99.9% of the time, it's either a guy going, I have made this unreasonable request from my girlfriend and I think she wants to break up with me or I think I want <laughs> to break up with her. And then the, the ones from the women are always just like, yeah, my boyfriend, he's uh, 39 and I'm 22 and he doesn't have a job and all he does is poop his pants all day and make me wipe his butt. But I love him. Should I dump him? Like, that's the kind of <laughs> stuff This kind of and, and you're laughing, but you're also screaming internally. And that's what Hannah's stint on The Bachelorette feels like to me is it is pure insanity that everyone around her can see clearly. Clearly, there is a problem, a problem by the name of Luke P, and she just can't get rid of him and thinks that it's not just him when that is very clearly the problem. Oh, wait, hold on. I, now I'm 
flipping through these. Um, I swear I'm paying attention. Um, <laughs> what the hell does AITA mean? I'm an am, old am, person. Am I the asshole? Oh, am I the asshole? Yes. Um, here's one. Am I the asshole for preparing a PowerPoint presentation for my wife of three years in order to get her to have sex with me again? That's a good one. That's a good one. There's also another one recently where uh, a girl, I know I just talked about poop jokingly, but there's, there was a recent (laughs) one where a woman's boyfriend came over and I guess she took a big dump and forgot to flush the toilet and he went to the bathroom and then he came out and he was just like, what's that in the toilet? And she was just like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I forgot to flush my big dump. And he was just like, no, whose dump is that? That can't be your shit. Girls can't make shits that big. Shut and, then, up. and then his solution was he wanted her to take a shit in front of him to prove that she can take big shits. No, 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 yeah. no, no. This is. This no. is this is what your life is going to be like, Hannah. If you if you end up marrying Luke P, is going to make you poop in front of him to prove your loyalty. Oh my god, my girlfriend of two years doesn't want to get rid of a bed bug infestation. I mean, what the fuck? It's great. It's nonstop comedy gold. This is this is the Luke P lifestyle. Every single one of these is an experience you could have with Luke P if you choose to marry if him. You, if you wish, um, instead of any of the other lovely men. Who are sitting in the morning and apparently have perfect vision and it angers me, but John Paul Jones's sweater calms me. He's yeah, it's beautiful. He's a fashion icon. He's a cultural icon. I there's two guys who have outfits I'm really into um in this season. And one is John Paul Jones and the other is Garrett. And of course, Garrett has good clothes because he's a golf pro and he wears ridiculous shit all the time and you know it. Sure, sure. No, Garrett, Garrett is fashionable. He's handsome. He seems reasonably nice. His only downfall is he has an excessively sweaty forehead. And the camera yeah. loves to zoom in on him. This is the era of high definition. And unfortunately, we're, we're the victims of his forehead sweat. I mean, he's going to get Botox soon, and then he won't sweat from there anymore. And it's yeah, fine. That's true. That's, that's what it's going to be. Um and I think I mentioned this in the last episode that my I haven't read any spoilers yet, which is very weird. And this is the first year in many, many years that I haven't read spoilers. Um, but because of that, I'm getting very bold in saying that I thought Garrett was like the dark horse who was going to come and win the whole thing. And it's going to surprise all of us. Mm-hmm. And that's just me holding on hope that she picks someone halfway normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's just launch into it. Um they're going, they're still in the United States and they're going to Newport, Rhode Island. And that's cool or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, that's not- what happens when your production assistant forgets to book the Airbnb house in Boston. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, like you'd think they were like, oh, we've got this one lighthouse free, but no, um, they're all booked. There is a lighthouse that you can stay at in Wisconsin, by the way. And I very much want to do it. Yes. Um, that's a side note. But uh, but yeah, then they're like, okay, just kidding. We're going to do everything in Boston because it's only an hour away. And we like, like maybe there was some, you know what? Maybe like a big convention or something was going on. They really mm-hmm. just fucked up. Um, fucked up. So anyway, they they go out to the Quincy Market. They go to Cheers. They do all that stuff. I will say there was one piece of merch that said Wicked Pizza on it. And I was like, I'd buy that. <laughs> I would buy that merch. Um, 
And yeah, and then they eat Halo Top ice cream. The the ice cream where you can eat a whole pint and not feel guilty about it. It's great. I love it. I love the taste of gritty protein powder in my mouth. Hey, you know, you can you can use it as meal replacement because uh, my, my favorite style of article where a poor uh, underpaid reporter from Vice does something stupid for an extended period of time. I love uh, those. Yeah, there was one where a person from Vice ate nothing but Halo Top for like a month just to see what would happen. Yeah. And uh, they, they didn't die. So there you oh. go. You can eat Halo Top for a month and not yeah. die. But you probably get like scurvy or something. <laughs> yeah, like they're like, I had to keep finding the raspberry ones so that I wouldn't just completely cave in. Um, mm-hmm. I I was really jealous that other people got to eat Halo Top and like I can't eat dairy. And I was like, everyone says like Halo Top is so good. And I was like, well, fuck, I want to try it. And then they finally made like a dairy-free version. And mm-hmm. now I can confirm that it tastes like garbage. And all those people are liars. Yeah. Well, and they also, they only do the dairy-free ones in booty hole flavors. So yeah, they're, they're bad. It's not good. Yeah, they're, they're just not good. And I was like, well, so it takes me probably, I'm not even exaggerating, two months to get through one pint of ice cream. I'm like a very slow ice cream pint eater. So... I figure I might like to me, like eating a whole pint in one sitting is not appealing. And so I would rather I've got fucking Ben and Jerry's um, almond milk, like half baked in my freezer right now. And I would much rather eat that slowly for like a month or two than eat that halo top shit in one sitting. That's for damn sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway. That's my that's my uh, call to Halo Top. Never let me sponsor you. Um, uh, okay, so let's see. So they play basketball afterwards, and I don't really, yeah, I don't really know anything about basketball outside of it's fast and interesting, but I don't really know like how many games people have to play to win things or why everybody decided to hate Drake for this thing instead of all the other things that you should hate him for. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. Um, listen, I love Jimmy on Degrassi and I always will, but his grooming is weird and you should feel uncomfortable about him. Yeah. And probably should. His, his uh, support of a basketball team is the least of my worries. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm more concerned about the, uh, you know, the 17 year old girls that he's probably inviting to these games. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so the last couple weeks, I've just had a lot of people ask me questions about basketball. And I've, I, it's not like I pretend to be into it, but I try to carry it on for as long as I can before they realize I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like really vague. And they're like, yeah, you guys were doing well. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yep. And that's different from other years because I know that from social media. <laughs> yeah. Because people are talking about it more than normal. And that's like all I was pretty much able to muster. And I'm like, that Greek guy, everyone likes him. Um, (laughs) That's all I know. Um, You don't get basketball cred until you can spell his last name. Yeah, no thanks. He really likes tacos. Um, I don't know. That's all I know. And probably yogurt. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably. I mean, with a last name like that, he's got to love yogurt. Um, 
So anyway, so they're at they're at the Celtics stadium. Or, well, no, that looks that was just practice like practice facility, practice space. Yeah. So what? Who gives a shit? <laughs> it was tiny, and then they brought a couple guys out who were supposed to be excited about. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm not sure about the Venn diagram between avid basketball fans and bachelorette watchers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure there's some in there, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't even think they have that many country fans watching their show. I just don't really think they understand who watches their show. No. Uh, apparently the answer is people who enjoy bands that no one has ever heard of. That seems to be. Yeah. yeah it's it's my favorite group and they played a concert just for me and Hannah. I love that. Every single season. It's just like, who the fuck is yeah. this? It's like, what kind of psychographic research do you do? I, sometimes I feel like they're really hitting it out of the park because then it's like Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. And I'm like, holy shit, Billy Eichner. I'm like, how'd you get him? You know? And then and then it's like basketball dudes. But maybe that's just me being a hater. I was actually very excited that they had Miss J on the first episode that I mm-hmm. thought was very cool. That was nice. But yeah. I feel like they're like, they'd, they'd always have a good, good luck if they do like comedians or actors or like other reality people. But sure. once they kind of like go farther out from there, I'm like, I feel like this is not going to work well for you. Um, anyway, who cares? Um, so while they're on their date, we find out that a whole bunch of people got on the group date Dylan, Mateo, John Paul Jones, Connor, Garrett, Dustin, Devin, Grant, Peter, Kevin, Mike, Luke S., and Luke P., and that true love requires blood, sweat, and tears, and it's about to get bloody. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, seriously, they did that. They did, well, we're going to see another physical challenge coming up, and they did, like, the, um, the roller derby already, like, how many more of these types of dates do we need to see? Yeah, well, and they love this stuff on, on Bachelorette season specifically because you have all these like juiced up testosterone fueled men trying to impress a woman. So, of course, they're going to put them in physical situations where they can hurt each other. And, and they always do. Someone always gets hurt in these things. And this season, I feel, is a little bit worse just because there's been so many of them. And also... A lot of the guys have misinterpreted what Hannah has said. You know, she's like, oh, I want you to be bold. And they're like, be bold means smash other man. Yeah. And she's like, don't be a douchebag. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like she's like, I meant be emotionally vulnerable. They're like, what vulnerability? Me smash more. <laughs> douchebag for women. <laughs> um, I don't know. I made him Russian, too, but I did. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, super weird um, and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And back on her date with Jed, he admits what we all knew is that he came on the show because it's a huge platform. Duh. Duh. That's what I said episode one, and I'm not stupid. But now he's like, well, but now I really like you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, Luke version 2.0. Like, not these Lukes, but that other Luke, that Nashville Luke. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that guy was so like obvious too. Um, but anyway, he um Is it is it weird to you that this is always a conversation that people have on The Bachelor and the Bachelorette? It's like, oh, so and so's not here for the the right reasons. And it's like 
yeah, they they went on this show to potentially fall in love, but also you can't deny the fact that all of these people have lives except for the unemployed guy on this season. And with that comes exposure and with that comes opportunity. Like it's just, it's, it's natural. It's how it happens. And clearly right. your self-promotion should not be front and center in this, but you know, you, you have these people who they're on this show. They don't have television, they don't have phones. I don't even know if they're allowed to read books. Uh, although I remember seeing Mike with a book at some point when they go to Scotland oh. later, but well, yeah, but that was, I think, production gave them that Yeah, book. yeah, no, I, I would agree with that as well. So really, all they have to do is just talk to each other. So naturally, you're going to be like, oh, what do you do? What's your yeah, that? These are the things you have to talk about. Yeah. And then if you watch their conversations, I'm guessing production also sways their conversations away from like pop culture related things, which is weird and why right. I would die on this show. But. Right. I mean, you can't you can't sit down with Hannah and talk about your favorite episode of Stranger Things or something because you're not allowed to. So you have to play within these very strict boundaries where you have to get to know someone intimately. But also there's a whole segment of your life that you probably can't talk about or shouldn't talk about. So it's just it's a lot to navigate. Yeah, I don't I don't I mean, I guess I'm just kind of fatigued on the whole like Nashville musician thing because I feel like we're getting it every single episode. So it's just annoying. Sure. Me. At least and Jed like, doesn't seem like he's racist. Like the last Nashville no, musician. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But he's just, but it's just, it was annoying. Cause I'm like, I'm so over it. I feel like we're getting one of these every season and I don't care anymore. And I go back to listen, Carly worked on a cruise ship and now she released a lullaby album. But guess what? She did that after the show, well after the show. And no one probably wants to buy it, but good for her. She had like an actual career performing where she made decent money and mm -hmm. she didn't necessarily use that to be interesting on the show. She was interesting in other ways. So um, I think it's just more obvious with a guy like Judd because you're like, oh, you're from Nashville and you brought a guitar. I'm so surprised. Yeah, like real shocker. I wonder. I wonder if you're a musician. Like, I mean, you know, I just want the next guy from Nashville to work in healthcare because that's actually a bigger industry. And I've done the research <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, oh. That was nice. So in my note, um, while they were, while Judd was talking about feeling something growing inside him, he's never felt before. Like it's, he's on, he's an, an alien ulcer, or something. Jed, get it checked out. Yeah. I, w I made the note that my dog was sleeping so cute in his bed and that I liked it a lot more than their kissing. Yeah, that's so. fair. <laughs> um, okay. So Hannah's all about this date y'all. And then, okay, then we get to the group date and they're all playing rugby and they're going to hurt each other. And if you don't like it, you're a queer. So <laughs> you should like it. Um, and But Hannah wants them to be safe. And that's why they're playing rugby. And this is when I just, my notes just start to mention Garrett a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And how cute he is. Um, I don't know this, uh, but do all rugby games start with bagpipes or just like Boston rugby games? Is that a thing? I, I have no idea. I, my my only experience with rugby is I 
I've only had to kick one person out of a bar while I was bartending. And it was because there was a drunk rugby team in the bar and one of them like smashed a table and a bunch of chairs. So I had to be like, hey, could you not smash things and maybe leave? So (laughs) fuck rugby players. That's my experience. I went to high school or middle school and some of high school with a lot of rugby players and they were all women, which I thought was very cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, my yeah, vibe for rugby, rugby is is just like, huh, you play football? They got helmets because they're pussies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I think girls who play rugby are cool, so yeah, I don't know. I'll take that. That's, uh, that works Inappropriate, but that's just how I feel. Um, uh, John Paul Jones is intense and my favorite. Um, nah, Angel. And poor Kevin. Yeah, John Paul Jones is great. Kevin effed up his shoulder. Poor kid. Uh, and he needs x-rays. I feel like... We really didn't get to know Kevin on the show, and that makes me sad because I really like him. I think he's normal and fine. Um, and he's like a behavioral health specialist or something like that. Yeah, anyway. he seems like a, probably a good person. And he's got dreamy big blue eyes. He does. Uh, he just seems nice. Look uh, at him. You want to Luke- fall into the ocean. <laughs> But we couldn't fall into the ocean because he had to fall into a hospital bed. Um, but Luke P. will never quit. He's like, I'm willing to fight for her in this relationship. And that's not scary at all. And I have dead shark eyes. And then I missed some of this because I was looking at my dog be cute. But I know that he like took someone out. And wait, who was it? Was it Luke S. that he took out? Or who did he hit? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was it was Luke on Luke violence. Yeah, so yeah, and then Luke is all like, "I got swung at and almost hit in the face," and so then I put him on his back, and it just seemed weird. And but I really thought that after this, Hannah was going to be done with him, like yeah. immediately. Well, like, fuck this, you're gone, you're done. I mean, Luke P is a psychopath, uh, probably a sociopath. Actually, if I had to play like armchair psychologist here. But the the thing that's really fucked up is this is a TV show, Luke P. So even if this goes well for you and you s- somehow continue to cling to life on this show as you have been doing, uh, people are going to watch this and see how fucking crazy you are. So here he is in front of a group of people after this rugby match where he like body slams the other Luke into oblivion. And he's like, I didn't do anything. He was He was coming at me. He was swinging at me, blah, blah, blah. And then you see in the video... Luke P knocks his ass on the ground and then other Luke gets up and you could just see him go like, what the fuck? And then Luke P just spears him into the grass again. It's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely psychotic. It doesn't. Oh man. He did. Yeah. I see. And I talked to my mom about this. I don't remember if I brought this up. I talked to my mom about this because she, was a guidance counselor. So she's got some qualifications. She's got an education, you know, she's, she's more qualified than we are to, to potentially pick out a personality uh, disorder. I'm sorry. I'm a podcaster and I'm, I'm extremely <laughs> online. So I'm good at just attaching <laughs> medical labels to people I don't know. And I was like, I feel super uncomfortable about this, but I mean, like he's a sociopath, right? I mean, I feel like you can see it through the TV. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, if she says it, yeah. then I feel a little bit better. Um, but yeah, the whole thing is just crazy. And then and then he says like, oh, well, he's always 
about Luke S. He's always talking about his brand and his liquor company. And I've never heard him talk about you. And I just wrote, oh, please. Because like, once again, what else are people supposed to talk about? We've never once heard him say anything about this company on camera. We, You know what I mean? It's not like he's like, it's not like he's coming in like fucking waboom. And he's got like, or I don't know if you watch any Real Housewives, but mm-hmm. on um, Beverly Hills, like where Kyle always has like the agency hats and stuff. And everyone's oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like he's, he's like, oh, here's what's going on in my business and here's a shirt. And even if he did do that, I'd still think it was kind of cool, but they probably wouldn't allow it. Um, Also, I just want to say as an aside, I will continue to watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills until I can definitively say if Dorit is short for Dorito. I think it is short for Dorito. I choose to believe that, but I don't know if it's true. (laughs) <laughs> were people doing coke in your bathroom is still one of my favorite lines that I think about a whole lot. Thank you, Lisa. Renna. you're the gift that keeps on giving. Um, uh, but yeah, so, okay. For some reason, Hannah decides to believe Luke P that Lucas is just constantly nonstop. Cause we've all seen it. Talk about his liquor company. And she wants to know what the deal is. And, And like, I just can't, it just, it sucks because there's no way there, you know, sometimes contestants will get stuck in this trap where they're just not going to win. It doesn't matter. They're just, there's no way out. You can't win. And it is what it is. Like, I don't think there's anything that Lucas could have done to allow him to stay because she was kind of making him defend himself. Yeah. Which is the the last position that you want to be in on the bachelor or the bachelorette. And clearly Luke P is full of shit because I mean, this, this show is, it's a reality show, but plot points are, are driven and they're coerced and they're, they're people are pushed in certain directions and you had better believe if he was on there constantly talking about his liquor company, constantly talking about how he's just using the show to advance his career and promote himself, which also side note, super weird. You're, I mean, maybe if you had like a rosé company, but a liquor company, like what, who cares? Yeah. But the point yeah. is, if he was doing that, production would have put some like, oh, scary music stingers over it. They would have used the footage. They would have built it up as this dramatic arc. It would have been a whole thing. But none of us knew any of that. Right. Until Luke P decided to make it a thing. So that clearly signals that it's bullshit. And yeah, it was just, you never want to be in that position. If you are in a position no. where you are fighting with other contestants, like arguing, bickering back and forth, and then have to drag the bachelor or the bachelorette into it, you're both fucked at that point. There's no, there's yeah. no coming back from that. You're just done. And you're the done. problem with this season and why it's, ended up where it is now at the end of episode six is not only was there this kind of drama between the two Lukes, but even after the wrong Luke went home because Luke P is fucking cancer, everyone, literally everyone hates Luke P and has beef with him and wants to argue with him. So that's the only thing that happens. Yeah. It's so dumb. Like, God, it's just, this, this is like when all the frustration starts and it just doesn't let up. 
Um, so yeah, everyone's coming out against Luke P and, and, you know, at first I thought Mike was going to be the one that got pulled into the shit and somehow he pulled himself out of it and got lucky. I think just because there was that altercation with Luke S like Mike was allowed to kind of get out of it for a little bit. Um, and then he calls Luke P a psychopath. I th- I like that he doesn't mince words ever. Yeah. And then Luke P does it's- my favorite thing. This is the only thing that I've enjoyed him doing. He Googles the definition of psychopath, yeah. reads it, and is just like, um, according to Merriamwebster.com, I'm definitely not a psychopath, so suck it. Yeah, I was like, um wh- what 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 um that i forgot about that that was so i'm gonna i'm gonna get really Uh, really internet-y right now but uh the the twitter account drill d-r-i-l just one l there's this tweet that he tweeted out a, a very long time ago where he it just says i'm not owned i'm not owned i shout as i slowly turn into a corn cob and oh yes 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 i know that one so Whatever people do these things on Twitter where they just have like meltdowns and they're like, according to yeah. the dictionary definition, I am not a psychopath. Like people do these <laughs> things and then people reply and they just do the corn cob emoji over and over again. Yeah. And this is what he's doing. Luke P is corn cobbing himself into oblivion. <laughs> he is. He is. It's so bad. And I don't know why. he. I mean, well, I know why, because he doesn't have any like self-awareness at all. Um, but or any sense of how anyone feels around or him. Or emotion you know. or empathy because he's yeah. a dead-eyed psychopath. Yeah. So anyway, but but luckily, Garrett's jacket is goals. So that's good. <laughs> this was when he, I mean, th- I think this is when I was like, wow, I feel, th- there's like this theory that I've heard from other podcasters and other people that like once production is getting like like really into someone that they they start like styling them and stuff. And I don't know if it's his own clothes or if they're styling him, but he's looking great. Um, and then I said that I think he's got like a Johnny Knoxville went to church vibe. Ooh, so that's I like that where where I'm at. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, I love I love this part too. So like afterwards, when they're all kind of like yelling and stuff, and Luke P is still going on, I love that everybody leaves the room. Yeah. Like they all just are like, we can't deal with this. And they all leave like with, with villains. It's always like, at least they have one friend in the house. Mm-hmm. Who's like, who's like, I can't believe that I'm doing this. Cause it's usually in the bachelor. I can't believe they're being such a dick deal. You know, what like, that? And, yeah. Like even Chad had friends. Okay. Um, you suck. Uh, but yeah, so Garrett hangs out with Hannah a little bit and he says, I'm crushing for you hard, straight up. And uh, I think that's <laughs> very cute. Um, let's see. I can't deal with listening to Luke P and no one else can deal with them either. And I love it. And then Luke S is like, fuck that guy. And I'm like, yeah, because I love Luke S too. I think he's great. Um, Peter exists. And... <laughs> That's all I can Pilot say Peter, about Peter, baby. Don't sleep on Pilot Peter. Peter exists and people didn't say no to him enough in his childhood. Oh. And he's like he's like the guys at the nice guy fraternity on my old campus. That was my note for that. <laughs> where they never even tried anything. They'd just be like, wanna play a card game? I've got 
I've got wine, and um, so that's nice. Good for Peter. Uh, Garrett gets the rose, and that jacket deserved it. So good. Um, and I said, I'll continue on my theory that Jack, uh, that Garrett's the guy who will keep popping up more. I'm voting he at least gets into hometowns, but he could win it all. I Yeah. That's my, that's my vote. Um, Hannah. Oh, at the, at the end, I just wrote that her outfit is so late nineties that it's killing me because she had like a shiny outfit, <laughs> and I'm really I don't get why that came. She back. loves the shiny I, shit. That's her. That's her gimmick. If you if you get something on there, you're never getting it off, and it's very annoying. And don't do it. Um, but the next day, Hannah's crying at the dock, and she's struggling, y'all. Yep, it's real hard when there's one shitty guy in a house, and I just don't know what to do with him. So I'm gonna cry into my fishing sweater. And for some reason, she has the strongest feelings for him because she is dumb. And Tyler's on the date, and I don't remember them talking about a date card, but he's just there. And Tyler's just like like a dumb, hot puppy. And that's all I can say about oh, him. Oh, yeah. Boxer rocks. Yeah. That's, that's what I call him. Uh, he's, yeah, and like literally, yeah, no brain at all. Incredibly nice. Seems like a loyal guy. Yeah, and honestly, I could see him winning because what does Hannah need? I don't think she needs intellectual stimulation. Yeah. And if you're if you're looking for arm candy that'll treat you well, you, you can't really go wrong with a guy like Tyler. Yeah, and he can build things for mm-hmm. you. That's useful. He's a contractor. Um, in Florida, that's the downside. But, you know, um, but he's like, you know, then he just kind of like spits out all this stuff that's in like discount books at Barnes and Noble. And he's like, there's a reason why you're going through all of this right now and all this stuff. And I said that he was a meaningless, fast talking schmaltz factory in my notes. Mm. Um, and then he's like, there's that smile. <laughs> <laughs> um but it was, I don't know, it was sweet. He was talking about kind of like whether or not he was going to come because his dad wasn't doing well, but his dad really thought that Hannah was a good fit for him, so he decided to go for it. And I thought that was nice, and their their date seemed nice, and he got a rose because there's no reason he wouldn't because he's not offensive in any way. And um, then they get to enjoy a random country, dude. Yeehaw. Yeah. Um, who? Oh, and then I don't know when they went back to the to like the guys, someone said something about this is an alpha male's house. And I don't know who said that, but I was annoyed. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, so wait, did I did I just skip right to the rose ceremony? Is that basically what happened? Or like that's, the that's pretty party? much it. I they caught so. a bunch of lobsters or some shit and then cocktail party. That's it. Yeah. OK, cocktail party. So. Uh, Peter, he brings the mayonnaise factor up to 11 because he asks her to be his girlfriend. Mm, cute. And then I, yeah, gross. And then I was kind of like, he looks like Amanda Bynes character in that movie where she pretends to be. Uh, a where Amanda Bynes plays the titular man in She's the Man. Yeah. <laughs> I've, wanted, I've wanted to say <laughs> titular man for a long time, so. Well, that's Peter. Um, he seriously looks like Amanda Bynes when she pretended to be that dude. Um, so that, so take that as you will. Uh, Mike is pissed off 
because uh, of lingering actions. I don't remember why I said that. Oh, but Luke P is the cause of her not being the happy yeah. happiest right now. And then, and then he starts saying stuff like, you're aggressive, you're abnormally violent and scheming and deceptive, you're unstable, you're a psychopath. That's who you are. And that's when Luke holds it out and he goes, I am the opposite of that. <laughs> I am a, an anti-psychopath. And, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, I'm getting whiffs of my ex. This is not good. Um, and he's like, I'm not threatened by anybody, especially not you. Um, wait, who said that? Was it Mike? Or was it Luke P? I don't know. Um, I think it was Mike because Mike's been like, I'm not afraid of him. He's, well, he's incredibly dumb. Dumb. <laughs> like, Forget it. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, I can win against that. Are you kidding me? And I was like, smart. Um, let's see, Luke S. Okay, I liked that he was standing in front of a ship. Um, and <laughs> so that I thought was cool. Um, but he's all about moral fiber. But you also know that he's into nutritional fiber because look at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Hannah instead of listening to someone who does perfect politician hands is like, I don't know. I see both sides. And to me, it's like Trump saying he's saying he sees both sides in Charlottesville. Like that is, I'm just like, no, that's not a thing. You can, what? No, there are not two sides to this. One is normal and one is crazy. Zero sides. <laughs> there is one side, only one. And it's the but only both right sides. one. Um, and then Lucas is like, okay, you're going to admit to Hannah that you lied, right? And Luke P is like, oh, definitely, definitely not. for sure. Yeah. And then and then he comes up to Hannah and he's like, all right, I know this has been a rough week for both of us. And I don't want you to have to go through an emotional roller coaster. The last person I want to talk to right now is Lucas, but he came up asking me to put in a good word for him. <laughs> This so, is like, this is some classic just, villain shit too. Yeah. What I told you the other night about him, just so you know, like nothing's changed. And I was like, Jesus, like, um, and Hannah's like, I need to get to the bottom of everything. Um, and she doesn't believe Lucas and it's making me really annoyed. And then I just, let's see. I don't know. Basically, we're 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 near the end of the episode. Garrett is Bay. The cliffhanger's stupid, and um, at the end, Hannah and Jed are being extremely white. That's that's correct. Everyone on the show is is very good at yeah. being extremely white. Well, I mean, not yeah, Mike, but everybody else. Does, right? Yeah, Mike. Work hard. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the the guy at the end though, I would like to run into him in Boston because I think it's a genius idea that when you put in money, he's just like, what do you say? Like, I made some money, and then he just kept playing, and I was like, that's really smart because they were like, that's funny. I want to watch it again, and I was like, that's a really genius mm -hmm. way to make money. Good good job, dude. Um, so now we're on episode five. Previously, Luke is nuts, and. <laughs> Hannah's struggling, Dustin's tired, and Garrett trusts she'll make the right call mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't write down during this because it was just like mind-numbing and terrible, and everyone is bored and tired, and Hannah like walks out at some point. Everyone feels like they're losing their mind, and there's really nothing 
useful to say, except for how Devin summed everything up. He introduces us to the concept of probability and he goes, well, she could pick Luke S, Luke P or none. Yeah, very exciting. Ooh, really wow. opened my mind. Yeah. I had like a brain Good. explosion. Good job, Devin. Yeah. Or both. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Um, so now they're at the rose ceremony and okay. Here's the thing that I thought was going to suck more is if, so Lucas derails the proceedings and I thought he was going to try to fight for himself yeah. again. Um, and then I was like, no, cause then it's going to be worse mm-hmm. if she doesn't pick you. But he did the only thing that he could have done and that's leave gracefully And he was just like, you know, like, I'm tired of having to defend my character and I'm not doing this anymore and I'm leaving and I'm good for him. You know, like, I thought that was great. And then Garrett is all of us when he goes, good job, Luke P. Hope that's Mm -hmm. what you wanted, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, this is just, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, it was so bad. Um, And then... And then Chris comes in and takes one away, and John Paul Jones is shocked. <laughs> John Paul Jones is on because he's uh, like, I don't even know how I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Well, that was my only shot. And she just fucked it up. Um, so then okay, Peter, Connor, Garrett had one already, Dylan, Dustin, Mike, Tyler had one already, Kevin, Devin, Grant, and then the final rose goes to Luke P. And I just wrote justice for John Paul Jones. <laughs> and for some reason, Hannah wants to explore this non-existent relationship mm-hmm. more. And they're going to do it overseas because they're going to you know, Scotland. All I'm saying is guess who isn't a dead eyed psychopath, but probably looks great in a kilt. And the answer is John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones has definitely oh, worn 100%. a kilt before. Based on his- his wacky 100%. and endearing Instagram would indicate that he's probably been a kilt guy at some point. Oh, he's totally worn a kilt. Um, utilicilt kilt or otherwise. Hopefully not utilicilt kilt. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm saying for a role. I don't think that that's not something that he would sure. normally wear, but he's like a stage oh, play yeah. he's, guy, he's and I know one. Utilicilts are more of like you went yeah, to like a Midwestern comic con and you like walked in the doors. I always. I, but I feel like I feel like he could wear that. Maybe. Ironically, I don't know wrong. if don't know. if the utilicilt as opposed to the regular kilt is in the public consciousness enough to the point where he could wear it ironically and it would be funny, though. Maybe maybe for him. But it's just it's too nerd culture, man. I, I play this game every year when I go to Gen Con. And it's how long before Steve sees a guy in a kilt. And last year, I think I set a record. (laughs) And I don't know if it's going to be beaten because I literally pulled up to the hotel I was staying at, opened the door to my car, and a guy walked directly in front of me in a kilt. So I can't can't beat that, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. I usually just count the Mountain Dews. And I just try to see how high I get. That's a good one, too. my game. Yeah, it's just count them. And Code Red counts double. Um, so so before we move on and travel to Scotland, Luke P leaves us with a toast because he we haven't suffered enough. And it's 
to finding your forever and having the time of our lives while on the hunt. And what I love is that nobody accepted the toast. (laughs) (laughs) They were just like, okay. And then they just like laughed and they were like, we're not, we don't have to cheers. Right. Like we don't have, that's not a rule. Um, Let's see. We're there in Loch Ness Monster Land, and Hannah has the worst Scottish accent mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Pretty rough. Um, they're in a castle uh, or some kind of – they say it's a castle. I'm not sure it's a castle. Um, but Garrett is like, this place oozes of history. And then Mike is the one that had to say the Braveheart line. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know so if you want to say that because, I, I mean, maybe he hasn't seen Braveheart, but that doesn't really end well for Mel Gibson. Yeah, I don't think I. I mean, a lot of them are pretty young, right? I don't know if anyone has seen Braveheart. Um, Hannah wants to open up more with the guys while she's here, and at the end, she wants to get engaged. So she's trying to get refocused and reset in a new country to open her heart or some shit like that. Um, and I don't know. Mike is like really starting to talk about how much he likes Hannah, which is actually kind of cute, and. Um, But then Jed says this thing that is still confusing me. He's like, she wants you to be organically yourself to the absolute max. And I'm like, radical. (laughs) What the fuck are you even saying? Um, And let's see. I just said he is seriously creeping me out. And at this point, I wish production would just yank him out. So obviously Luke P said something, but I didn't take note of what it was. But let's just move on to this date uh, with Mike and Hannah. So this actually seemed like a date that I'd be into, except they spent not enough time at the bookstore, or at least they didn't film. Like the footage that we got to see at the bookstore was not sufficient um, because I would have spent half the day there, especially in another country. Um, But then I said, fuck sweets, get books. Um, But instead they're going to this candy shop. And they try Black Death Sour Sweets, and you're not supposed to have more Which than two of them a day. I, I know. That's the other thing, too. It's just like, <laughs> like, how does this compare to a warhead? I, I need to know. That's, exact, I, I, that's exactly what I wrote in my notes, is I want to know more about how they're compared That's pretty good, to though. Warheads. It's just like, hey, you want to go on a um, date where you just blast your palate into oblivion? <laughs> Yeah, let's eat the most sour. And I like sour shit in general. So I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Um, But she looked like she was in pain. Didn't look happy. Uh, But you know what? If you're going to eat haggis, I feel like prefacing it with black death is probably makes it a little more palatable, right? I think so. I think so. I mean, I don't really know like what Haggis is and maybe it's, I mean, I know what it is, but like, I can't, there's nothing that I can do in my mind that makes me be able to picture Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't envision what Haggis tastes like and I'm a dumb American, but it just doesn't sound cool. I asked, I asked Susan about it. Uh, my fiance, uh, she lived in Europe for a while. She has Scottish friends. I'm like, have you eaten haggis? And she said, yes. And she actually likes it a lot. Quite good. Yeah. And apparently really? it's just, it's kind of sausagey and kind of minerally and just, just good. She's also minerally. a fan of black pudding, which isn't chocolate pudding. <laughs> that's yeah. Blood. That's just blood. That's blood. 
No thanks. My fiance, the vampire. No, that's not my kind of yeah, she likes blood. So, but I love that the English guy trolled them, and he's like, "I wouldn't eat that shit." I'm English. What are you talking about? Like, Sick burn. That's awesome. Um, so let's see. Um, uh, I wrote that Garrett's hair and jackets mm-hmm. are getting better, um, but Connor's Burberry scarf. Ooh, yeah, the scarf was not me. a good look. It was not a scarfy outfit. That that felt like a production move too. No, he was wearing something. It's like. Yeah, we like, need to accessorize you. <laughs> and I was like, no, it looks bad. And Jed's jacket is too on the nose. A little much. So no thanks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, okay. I'm like so on the fence with Mike. Um, so he's like, it takes me longer than the average person to fall in love. And I'm like, like the average person on the show or like in real life? Because... Those are two very different things. So I don't, I don't, I mean, we find out what he means later, I guess. But I was like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, but let's see. Uh, he's all nervous on the date. Hannah talks about how she's been living her life from man to man and how she didn't love herself enough. Um, so now to fix that, she's doing a show all about getting a guy and living her life from man to yeah. man. It might Am well, I putting and this is an extension correctly? of an underlying issue here. I mean, there's there, there's the the top line issue that we're dealing with is Luke P is trash. But beyond that, Hannah is really young, and she doesn't have yeah. the most emotional maturity in the world, and she hasn't dated very much or been in very many serious relationships. So, yeah, like a lot of this. It's not unexpected, but I just want to be like, dude, Hannah, dump all these fools and go live your life. Go be a person until you're like 27 yeah. and then you can figure this shit out. Yeah. And you'll like, yeah, it's just crazy. The whole thing's crazy to me. And she's, and it's like, if she's already at this age saying that she's lived her life from man to man, then it means like her entire dating life yeah. has been like that. And now and she's she's only dated. I mean, and, she said uh, she's only kissed like four or five people before or something. Uh, yeah. Guys, so yeah, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Ugh. Go make out with some people. Go to go, go to Cozumel. Go bang some random dude. Just do it. You're you're 23 or something. Just fucking do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. No, it bums me out. It bums me out because I'm like, I just can't imagine that life. But I don't have to, so it's fine. Um, so we're going back and forth between her date and the guys. We find out that the next group date is called love is a battlefield. And apparently Luke P is going to get a one-on-one because we're not being tortured enough. And instead of being excited to see Hannah, now he's like, I'm looking for clarity. Like he's like, she's on the clarity. Does he need He's just saying things. Here's the thing. Okay. If we're, if we're leaning into this and saying he's a fucking sociopath, then my point is he, if he is, he shows a lot of the signs of being that way because he'll, he'll like, he's like, these are things that people say on the show. And I, it's like, he's like uh what is it? Like a soundboard, you know, where he's like, I'm just going to press this button 
And whatever it is, I'm going to say that. Well, I'm looking for clarity, and he's not here no. for the right reasons. And I'm Luke falling P in love with you. Luke is some straight up dystopian nonsense. Like this, this chiseled, ideal man, physically, who is incapable of actual human emotions because he's secretly a lizard person. And so all he does is, like you said, he doesn't. He's incapable of expressing real emotion or having empathy or any sort of self reflection. So he just he just mimics emotions and he's and he just says things because he thinks it's what he's supposed yeah. to say. And he has he is utterly incapable of being vulnerable or expressing anything that's actually real. All the while, Hannah is sitting over here and she's like, I just want a man who's open and honest and real with me and will like share his life with me. How how is he any of those things? He just has really great abs right. and an incredible jaw that you could like cut diamonds with. That doesn't mean that he's going to be emotionally vulnerable for you or is the person that you need. Oh, jeez. <sighs> I'm getting worked it's up. It's very frustrating. <laughs> um, I know, I know. Um, Devin says what we're all thinking at this point and says, Luke P is a big ass douche canoe. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> that made me feel really good. Um, so then we go back to the date and Mike is all cheesy and awkward. And he's like, I can see myself getting down to one knee in a few weeks if I'm ever so lucky. Um, so that's when I said, oh, okay. So he falls in love slower than average of people on the show or whatever. Um, but he gets the rose and, um, oh, and then I said, so they're heading into a bar. And so is their country singer bagpipes? But I was close because it's fiddling. So I feel pretty good about my guess of, was it going to be a country singer with bagpipes? <laughs> it's very, very close to that. Um, now we're on the group date and there's kilts and shit. And I'm very upset that the date card, first of all, didn't say there can only be one. <laughs> Highlander. Because they're going they're going to yeah, the Highlander. Yeah, not, not a games, single Highlander. Have, Ooh, Christopher Lambert is crying somewhere. I was so pissed. I was like, "There's no Highlander." Yeah, and all, all the guys could have gotten together with Sean Connery and cut off Luke P's head. That would have been great. Who wants to live forever? I was like so pissed. Um, anyway, uh, I love that they had to subtitle the guys who were mm -hmm. running the Highland Games. Um, Okay, aren't isn't axe throwing supposed to be like kind of deceptively easy? I haven't done it yet. I was supposed to go on like an axe throwing date a million years ago, and then I don't know. I may have I've posted. I've done it twice, um, and I did remarkably well. And I am I am the least gifted I've person heard, when it comes to any sort of physical activity. So I thought. Every, but like what I've noticed is that like all of my friends post pictures where they're like, I got a bullseye. So I'm like, oh, oh so it's yeah, very easy. Yeah. Like, because, because, you know, like probable, probabilistic. <laughs> I had one vodka drink and I'm like, probabilistic. <laughs> I can throw an axe. Give me an axe. <laughs> like the probability is like it's gotta be easy, my, my drunk right? Sammy I mean, impersonation is actually just my Harry Carey impersonation. 
That's right. You know, it's not that far off. It's just a little hey, more hey, Wisconsin B, If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I know I would. <laughs> oh, those are good. Um, but yeah, so so my point is, how do they all suck at this when like those axe bars are so easy and they're just and all you know they've each been it. to at least a half dozen bachelor parties where they've done axe throwing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like very offended. Um uh then so they do that and they do milk races and they wrestle and we see they're drunk. Um and oh, then you go. So we're going back and forth between the state and and the what they call the castle, but really it's an estate. Mm-hmm. So I'm ignoring them. Um, Mike calling Luke P crazy is my favorite new hobby. And um, and then Mike is sitting outside with with that great collar. I don't know what that collar is called. I know that there's yeah. got to be a name for it. Um, and sweater combo, and he's reading a tattered Loch Ness monster book, and I just love it so much. And he's just like he's like reading this lore about the monster, and then he goes, "He's the Luke Ooh. Ness monster." See, I I, I kind of saw that one coming, wow. and I will admit, I didn't think of it, which is sad. I, I well, I mean, I was it. I was rolling with the more childish uh, Luke pee pee pants or Luke poop brain, but I'm thinking, <laughs> based on right. how episodes four through six is gone, I'm sticking with Luke Parasite as my my go to for Luke P. As much as I like the Luke Ness monster, Luke, because he's not a monster, he's Luke just Perry. this blood sucking cancer that even when you try and rip him off, you can't. It's very, it's very frustrating. Um, I'm, I'm frustrated by all of this, but now we're back to the breezy yeah. kilt boys. A lot of dicks and, out. Uh, the only guy is a lot of dicks out. Um, the only guy to get the axe is Tyler, which I think is awesome. Um, cause of course it was Tyler. Um, uh, Peter flew around in the Highland games at one point, like he was in the mighty ducks. So I mm-hmm. think he doesn't know where he is. Um, I wouldn't pour milk on myself. That's just a note. Uh, but now they get to the wrestling and, oh, who was it? Who was like, was it Connor? When he was like, oh my God, I can't believe my, my butt. butt. And I was like, really? You care more about your butt than like your yeah. front bits? Like everybody's seeing your everything. And he's like, oh no, yeah, Like my literally butt. everyone on this episode showed their dick to a kid. And then they zoomed in on the kid going like, ew, a dick. I just saw a lot of dicks. Like, like a six-year-old just saw a dozen dicks. <laughs> Different dicks. <laughs> and why is this okay? Like, is this really how the Highland yeah. games well, go? And that's the other like, thing. I, I'm concerned yeah. for this child because she saw a dozen dicks. But maybe this kid has been to the Highland games since she was a toddler and it's just everybody's just letting their shaft fly in Scotland. I don't know. But but for, I don't know. It seemed like the guys who were running the games were kind of like, wow, that's yeah. a lot of dicks. So I was like, wait, are well, they not? And did they not know that when you wear a kilt, you don't wear underwear? Like they should have known the dick situation, the dick sitch, if you will, before this even started. <laughs> and then why bring children into it? So it I don't understand. 
I I can't I can't. So at least, but we get to go back to Hannah's Hannah's castle or whatever, and um, and all the men are dressed in red and salmon mm-hmm. jackets. Um, and um, wait, who won? Was it Tyler? Who Not won? Tyler. No, it was someone else who like body slammed Hannah. It was just like kissy time. Yeah. yeah, it was Jed. Jed, it was Jed. So Jed wins a square foot of land. Um, and that reminded me that I have a square foot of land on my Ooh. very own island. Um, yes, that I got from Cards Against well, Humanity. Exciting. And I forgot that I I technically own land. And if you own land up there, you can go visit oh. it. And I'm like, I should go I think you should it. too. Yeah. It's called yeah, it's called Hawaii too. It's an island um off oh, of Maine. Learning something new every day. So yeah, I I own Hawaii too, part of Hawaii too. Anyway, so uh, Hannah Hannah makes out with Peter on a pool table, and I don't understand why all the balls are red. And that's not a commentary on Peter. I just don't get why on the billiard table hmm. all the balls were red. I did I did not, that? but that's weird. Maybe it's 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 so Scottish confused. billiards. Uh, all the balls are red. Just deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like as red as like yeah. groundskeeper Willie's hair. I'm so confused. Um, the date card for Luke P says, let's figure things out mm. one way or another. And I love that he totally misunderstood that. And he's just like, one way or another, it's going to mm. be fine. And I'm like, do you not did you read the same date card we read? Because no, I don't think you did. That's not what that no, means, buddy. <laughs> um. Okay, so then, all right, there's all the dudes date, hang out, whatever. Um, Tyler comes back in with a kill. Um, Hannah's like uh, really into making out horizontally. And she had fun in the group date, but now she's looking for answers, (laughs) y'all. I need answers. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking for answers, y'all. And I ran out of all the ones that I could read on the back of the cereal box. So now I'm going for Luke I'm coming for him. Okay. Um, my entire personality <laughs> so, is based off of inspirational memes that I see on my Instagram feed. Girl, I mean, <laughs> take a beat. Um, so I feel like I would be really annoyed being on this show, just like how frequently I'd have to mm-hmm. pack my shit up. Ugh. No, thanks. I, I'd be like, and how often do I have to pack and unpack? Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Um, I'm like just about to get on a plane to LA. Also, and I'm like, brief aside, nah. I just want to say Luke P has monogram luggage because of course he does. Ugh. Ugh, he's the worst. Yeah, that might be the worst thing worst. about him, actually. Um, <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh Hard to say, hard to say. Uh, Luke is so awkward and seems unaware that he's about to go to the mm-hmm. principal's office. Um, but she's like, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Like, she's like, I don't understand why the guys don't like you. Why does everybody have a problem with you? And it's not just the Luke S thing. It's everything. And why are you still here again? Oh, God, I know. Because I just, I, I have a hard time, you know, feeling alone and I just and the more the merrier even if they're the worst I don't know what it I have no idea why she's um but yeah so then he's like he starts talking about like 
he just starts telling on everybody. He's talking about Mike a little bit. And then he's like, if I say anything, the guys blow it way out of proportion. And I'm in a really tough position, mm-hmm. you know. And and she's like, listen, I want to be with some someone that people are drawn to. You know, like I want what's inside to be appealing. And people aren't drawn to you. And I'm like, this is like the worst Everybody job loves me. ever. Everybody loves me. That was, that was just my, the best job. line. <laughs> yeah. Everyone I've ever met, anywhere I've ever been, everyone loves me. And that's when Hannah short circuits. And she's like, that's so Okay. And he's like, I hate saying it, but it's the truth. I hate talking about myself. That's all you and do. She's like, I mean, she's like, that sounded boastful. And I'm like, if you were with this guy, you would have to spend your whole life correcting him and worrying about him and putting him in check and dealing with a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is the part oh, that totally. should be easy. And if this isn't easy, what the fuck is happening? Why are you doing? Oh my God. Um, She's yeah. She's really not. Tr- I mean, the weird thing is it's like, she's saying all the right things and then her decisions are not matching mm-hmm. up with the things she says. Um, And he's like, Oh, the weird, the, the way they're treating me is not right, but I'm here for you. Um, And this is when you start to hear Hannah say, I mean, I, I think, I guess one of the good things about this this season, this part is that I feel like usually they fool the bachelor bachelorette longer or in a sneakier way where they're like, well, they're really charming and they're really sweet to me. And what, but he's not even doing that. Cause she's like, there are no feelings behind the things he's saying. I mean, I, she said, I know he says he's here for me, but I don't really know. Can you not express your emotions? Because like, I need more. And I'm like, that's so chilling that she's just like, this guy doesn't have feelings. Do I have to tell him to have feelings? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, what? Like, I don't know. It's this whole thing is just wild. And and she's like trying to talk to the producers. Like, I think she's trying to get perspective from them. Like, he's crazy, right? You know, and she's like, I don't know how to get out of this. You know, it's obvious he has emotions, but like speak the emotions. It's that what's missing. And I'm like, oh, no, they're not going to tell you. So that's, you know, they're like, well, you need to talk to him. And she's like, uh, I'm trying. I'm getting well, nothing. And a lot of this you know? comes down and- to, I think. Hannah is she's frustrated with all the conflict in the house, but at the end of the day, she doesn't want to admit that she was wrong about Luke P and that he's trash and that she's she's struggling with this process because she's physically attracted to him, but he's fucking trash. But like, that's what happens when you're 23 years old. You are attracted to trash. And then you learn from those situations and then you, you mature a little bit and then you make meaningful relationships with people. So you know, this show is asking a lot of her and I'm not surprised at what's happening because I think everybody makes bad decisions at that age. But also, I don't know if she has the capability of this ongoing issue of self-reflection and saying, man, maybe I was wrong about him. I fucked up. Maybe I'm the one who needs to cut him loose and be like, okay, house, let's try and get our shit together now. Like, it's just, it's bad. And the longer this gets drawn out, the worse it gets. 
Yeah. So she's like, and then she's teaching him how to talk to her. So, and this is the whole other, so I don't, I highly recommend for anyone who's fascinated by Luke P's behavior to read The Sociopath Next Door because it is Mm -hmm. an amazing book. Um, And it's all about real life sociopaths and the things that they've done in their lives. And it's written by a doctor and it is uh, hard to read, but important to read. It's all about like a field guide Mm -hmm. for avoiding um, sociopaths are cutting them out of your life by identifying them early and everything. And um, they make up like 4% of the population or some, it's like a yeah, very large a percentage. So you're going to run into them all over the place. So it's a, it's a good thing to take a note of. But anyway, one of the things they talk about in that book, which I've read twice, is that, so I'm an expert, obviously, uh, is that they'll they'll take cues from people and if, you know like if somebody tells them this is how you should talk to me they're going to learn mm-hmm. from that and practice it it's like you know unlike um i don't know people who like aren't neurotypical right and they have to learn emotions and they're doing it for like good reasons because they're trying to relate mm-hmm. to the people around them and you know that's their way of bridging that gap or whatever this is like i'm evil and i want to take advantage of people. And so I'm going to learn how they emote and I'm going to learn the things they say. And then maybe I'll blend in enough that I'll be accepted. And when she's telling him like, I just want to know the real stuff. I need more. I need you to talk like this. I need you to say, you know, you're just talking ways that sound good, but I need you to, you know, tell me some real things. That's just her giving him more ways Mm -hmm. to fool her. Yeah. Um, but she likes him too much to send him hope, even though he pisses her off. And yeah, that shows you the kind of relationships she's, she's had. Um, there's not a whole lot at the end of this. It's just like, I wrote the same things over and over that just, he's saying the same thing over and over again. He is yeah. like, and a she robot. expects something different there. Yeah. For some reason she expects something different. Mm-hmm. I just keep, I just keep writing like, you know, she's like, after today, I don't feel good. Sure. Um, <laughs> I said, Luke being Luke is not what Hannah hoped for because mm-hmm. there is no Luke, only a shell of a human being yep. where Luke should be. And today is like, yeah, it's a terrible day. She, I don't know. She needs to cut the cord. Um, and then at the end of the show, the Scottish guy is talking about Mike's <laughs> dick. Good night. That's yeah. the best part of the episode is when he's like, size 14 shoes. Enjoy that this evening. And I'm like, this guy rocks. Um, so now we get to episode six, uh, also known as why the fuck was this even an episode? I Yeah, I don't know. Well, the answer is is because between this and the next episode, there's there's really not much going on. Like four through six in this season, it's one episode stretched into just maddening insanity. <laughs> yeah, I thought like waiting to see Colton jump a fence sucked. This is worse. This is much worse. Um, I'm like, oh, I'm nostalgic <laughs> for the fence jump. Um, so I don't remember if at the end of the fifth episode or if we just saw on the sixth episode that she said to Luke that she couldn't give him a rose. I don't know how I missed that at the end of the fifth, probably because I was just so angry. I just blacked out and didn't see anything. But um, let's see. 
we get to the hotel. The guys are talking. They're trying to, you know, they're like, oh, I wonder if he's staying or going. Well, I hope he's fucking going. And Garrett's got like a real good look going. Um, so I don't know. Hannah's like real frustrated in the morning or whatever. Or is it? Oh, no. Is it still at night? It's pretty out here, y'all. And Hannah's too frustrated yeah, I, I to enjoy it. That's yeah. what I wrote. Oh, yeah. So it's, still at night. it's still at night. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's, yeah, it's like the horror movie that won't end. Um, so then you're like, how long has night been now? How <laughs> could it be this long? Um, but Hannah is sending, okay. So, oh, I was like, I think Hannah's going to send him home tonight. No. Um, but she's like, she, here's another thing where it's like, how did she not? If this was Rachel mm-hmm. or Becca, oh, yeah. they would have kicked him for out sure. a long time ago, for sure. And she's just like, okay, well, I can't, you can't talk your way out of this, you know, like, like just, I'm not giving you the rose right now and I want you to leave and I want you to respect that. But I'm like, he's not going to respect it. And I kind of pinned down part of his personality and I'm positive that he's done this and I haven't seen any really good dirt come out about him, but I feel like it's got to exist where he's like that guy on dating sites. Who's like, Hey, beautiful. And then as soon as like a girl doesn't answer quickly enough, or maybe she says she's like mm-hmm. busy or whatever, then he's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, you're an exactly. ugly bitch anyway. And I've met that guy or not luckily not met too many times. Cause usually they get filtered out in that online vetting process. But I mean, I've encountered a lot of guys like that who are just like, well, fuck you. You ain't shit. You're kind of fat, too. And you're like, great, cool. Like, yeah, awesome. Wow. I wonder why you're still single. So weird. Um, So confused about it. Um, So uh, is he going to respect it? No. Uh, He goes, I'm going to fight for her because I don't want to lose her. And then he comes back. And he's telling her mm-hmm. what she wants to hear. Oh, I didn't know what emotions I had. And you know what? I want to move mountains for you. I hate it. I can't mm-hmm. stand it. And But I feel like you finally get to see me for real, right? God. You're seeing me for real, right? This is real. Does this feel real to you? I just want to know that it feels real. Uh. Um, And yeah, it's... He's just so creepy. Um, then we get – there's a commercial. We get back to the hotel. And um, – or, oh, I wrote Grand Hotel Commercial Drama. Because um, <laughs> they're trying to sell me something that doesn't look as good as Jane the Virgin, and I don't care. Um, so Luke is going into the rose ceremony for some reason. And, and for some reason, Hannah is trying to find small moments to choose to give him the rose. And she's like, if by tomorrow he goes back to the weird robotic Luke I have no connection with, then he won't get a rose. But he is no <laughs> other way. Yeah, well, so, that's that's definitely a I true thing. That's really going to happen. <sighs> if he goes back to the weird robotic Luke I have no connection with, then he won't get a rose. Um <clears throat> Then Luke comes out and he's like, last night was eye-opening to me. So, of course, he's going to go to church and be, and be like, remember remember in the first episode when I said I found Jesus? Well, here's the through line for that. Here I am mm-hmm. with Jesus. 
and I'm pursuing my future wife, so I'm trying not to screw it up. Well, um, mayonnaise is worried about how things are going to turn out. Uh, me too, mayonnaise, me too. And Garrett's going to be aggressive. And I said, team Garrett. Um, Hannah is yearning for more, but she wants to progress things to see if her husband is in fact here. Um, and then she gets to talk with Garrett and, and yeah, they just seem, they seem cute together. And this is like, I think the first time you see that they've got something going on, which is nice. Um, and she's like, I'd like to continue our relationship. And he's like, cool. You know, that was cute. Um, and then he did something that was potentially risky, but he did kind of dance around it enough that I don't think he's going to get yeah. it pinned on him, at least not right away. But he, you know, it's like, what is it? It's like, you know, the, uh, in Monsters, Inc., where they find the sock on the mm-hmm. on the monster, you know, and then they just start <laughs> quarantining him. Like, it's like, oh, my God, I don't know. A sock almost hit you. You got to be careful because <laughs> next time quarantine, you know, and. Because he was like, well, so I was just curious, like, what did Luke say to you? Why? And Why would you have this conversation? Like, he, said, he didn't. Yeah. He's like, he didn't talk about the other guys. He's like, okay, just checking. And I was like, don't I know. do it. Don't it's, do it, Garrett. Falling don't into the do trap. It. Be careful. I know. It's like, he fell in the pit. Um, but anyway, everyone starts fighting. And Hannah just comes out like swinging and she's just like, I'm so done with this. This is bullshit, whatever. Um, this is when I started eating kettle corn because I was just so bored and I couldn't deal yeah. with it. And I just finished off Well, this off next the whole part bag. is great too uh, because as soon as Hannah says that and she storms off, they go, yeah, Hannah's right. And then they immediately go back into the same conversation. Yeah. So weird. Like, she's just like, everyone's talking about stupid shit. And she's like, nobody even knows who, like, what I'm about or what I like. So I'm so done, you know? And then, and then Tyler's like, dudes, we are all bullshit. <laughs> um, and then, and then it's like, well, and then, okay, but this was like the other sucky part is like, she's getting upset and she's talking to Chris Harrison about it. And he's just like, well, it's because they're crazy about you. And so is Luke. And I was like, what the fuck yeah, kind of advice is that, Chris Harrison? That's dumb advice. You're dumb. Um, but anyway, so then we get to the rose ceremony. Uh, we get Connor, Tyler, Dustin, Mayonnaise, Dylan. The gang's all here. Luke, Dan. Yeah. Um, sorry, Kevin. Uh, and then, uh, I played HQ for a little while, but I didn't win. And I know it was like good money last night. And I was like, I'm going to try to do both of the things at the same time. And it was a bad idea. Um, they're in Latvia, which I kind of thought was interesting. And I was kind of into that because I was like, that's, that's not like a sucky location and it's not like totally and also it's yeah it's kind of like what the fuck's in latvia i don't know but we'll never know because we just see her drinking a starbucks coffee going this sucks yeah i'm so pissed and fuck latvia um so everybody's like sad that hannah's sad or whatever garrett's looking better still um hannah feels like she's getting nowhere and then she's like, these guys got to pick it up a little bit. And um, I don't know. And then, okay, let's see. Oh, 
So then she's like all conflicted and stuff. She's talking about dating guys. And I think she was saying that like she regrets sleeping with some mm-hmm. of the guys she slept with. I don't know. That was a little confusing. Um, but then all of a sudden it turns into a fucking <laughs> clip yeah, show. Yeah, this I was not expecting. I was like, where the fuck is this going? And then it was just like, well... We've had to shut down production, so here's a wacky clip show. And they're just showing bloopers from, like, this is the kind of shit they show in the final episode when they're doing, like, the recap or before the final rose. You know, yeah. This, it was insane. And they're like, look how bloopers. And I was like, why is this I happening? Have, I was so it, well, and confused. It's wild, I was right? Just like, because here's a show with maximum conflict just boiling over, and they've somehow run dry, and they have to show us a clip show. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I was like, wait, you really didn't have enough content to get you through these two hours? How is that even possible? Like, that doesn't even, that makes zero sense to me. Um, I also don't think dogs should eat Halo Top ice cream. That seems inappropriate. I don't think dogs should have that much weird. Like, it, I would I would feed a dog, like, mm-hmm. plain old vanilla ice cream for a treat, maybe, you know, on occasion, but Halo Top seems like, yeah, I just wish you would have eaten the ice cream afterwards. He teased it, but didn't give me what I wanted. Yeah. I was so pissed anyway. So that was the only good thing about the clip show was the dog. Um, and then we're like at the end of the episode and they start showing us later in the season. And I was like, so I, and that's why I'm like, if we had done these episode by episode and we got to six, and we did it on its own, it would be like a 10-minute mm-hmm. podcast because nothing happened. It was just the same fight over and over again. Hannah hasn't learned anything, and then we get a fucking clip show and naked bungee jumping, yep. and that's, that's about it. I'm so over it. Yeah, Luke turns into a jealous piece of shit. Has Hannah gotten flack for what she said in in that fight yet? I, I, have, I, have not, I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed. But I don't know. Whew. It's if the internet hasn't already turned on Hannah, they're freaking out. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Um, well, and it's funny because I typed in Hannah homophobic, and the and the great slash terrible thing is that I'm also watching Below Deck Med right now, and. Hannah, who is the chief stew on that show, is was has been interviewed over the past day or so, talking about how um, how the chef on that show is homophobic, and she's very annoying and terrible, and and yes, homophobic. Um, she's Russian, and she's just like using that as her excuse oh, for hating gay people. Like, well, because we. And I'm like, fuck you. And like, there's another girl on the show whose mom is like from Georgia. And she's like, my, you know, like my mom grew up in like the same environment you did, you know, and she doesn't use that but as an Hannah excuse. Says she, you know, that like, mar- I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. And who cares if I did a sex before? Yeah, it's so bad. And someone said, like, does anyone have info on what church Hannah goes to? I saw it was brought up on the main sub about it being homophobic and it got deleted, but I missed it. And after a bit of Googling, I've come up empty. Um, and someone was saying something about Oh, Hillsong yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's homophobic. the Chris Pratt one. It's like, a, it's like a mega church thing. Oh, that's a Chris Pratt one. No, it's not Hillsong, I guess. Someone said 
they think it's called Church of the Highlands, which is funny because they were doing yeah. the Highland games. Um, it's like the UA version of Hillsong, but much more conservative. It's a very popular mega church and super culty. Like most people who go there are obsessed with it and very pushy about recruiting new members. I don't know about a lot of details about their ideology, but I know they're 100% against gay marriage and abortion. And on an anecdotal level, my best friend's freshman year roommate joined the church and within a few weeks attempted to give Ooh. my friend an exorcism because she literally thought she was possessed because she smoked weed and is a Democrat. We're all possessed. Oh, God. So that Introduce her to me. I'll blow her fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. I like Hannah B. And I don't think Demi would be friends with her if she was super ignorant, problematic. She just strikes me as a typical Alabama sorority girl who does whatever everyone else is doing. So TLDR, her church absolutely sucks, but I don't think she goes there because she's idol- yeah. ideologically invested more to keep up appearances, especially because her sorority has a reputation for being Christian slash goody goody. I may be totally wrong, but she's a closet fascist bigot. No, but I truly well, that's the thing with not. her is like, wow. she's too dumb to suck, right? Like she doesn't, she doesn't have ideology. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't think she would be that bad. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, so that's interesting. And um, yeah, and then OK Magazine, you know, that scum of the earth accused her of being mm-hmm. homophobic or said that Twitter was accusing her of being homophobic or whatever. Um, I'm just, my only thought is maybe she says something else and they're cutting it out to be yeah. controversial. You know, she's like, sex was made for a man and a woman in marriage or, you know, whatever you're sure. into. And then, and that's like the part that, well, cut whereas out, you Luke know, P's part that's that I'm like kind of initiates this conversation yeah. or, or whatever. That part rocks because there's, there's no part of that that you could really add on to, to make it any better. It's just him being like, I got to make sure you're not banging all the dudes in the house. It's like, do you, do you know how this show works? Like, that's that. Right. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I just my thought on that is just like maybe there's something still missing there. But I don't know. We'll see. Cuz it just seems like something that you could very easily cut off her her just saying like or whatever, you know, like or man and woman in marriage or, you know, or that's how I was raised, but you know what? I've changed, and I think that it doesn't matter. You know what? Like I don't know. Like it just should be two people who care about each other, or what? I don't know. Whatever the fuck sure. she says, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. We'll find out. Um, but it's just it doesn't look great right now for her. But luckily, Luke P looks worse, so that's like the ultimate misdirection. Yeah, that's oh god. I just don't, I just, it's it's exhausting because, you know, it's like, it's like when your friends date someone who you don't like or think is a bad person and you're like, well, maybe I'll just wait and see. Like that was my first thing with Luke P where I was like, I roll, but we'll, you know, maybe she'll figure it out or maybe he's not as bad. And then you're like, oh God, he's really bad. So then you tell your friend and everyone's telling your friend and they're not listening and it just gets worse and worse. And I'm at the point where I'm just I'm just kind of throwing my hands in the air and just giving up. I, I can't. Hannah, I can't. I can't right now. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. It's so it's all bad. Um, so that's where we leave it. Everything it's all bad. Awful. Everything's terrible. <laughs> we hate it all. And we're gonna be back 
uh, on a more regularly scheduled program with our next episode. So tune in to hear us talk about how much we hate I stuff. I promise I'll be happier next time. Oh, maybe. Bye.